0: It's me, Cassandra Kuzno, your girl, the Nista, one half of the Wednesday afternoon Levels podcast show. Uh, the other half, my brother in time, uh, Jeremy Long, is um, out on the streets getting some bunions taken care of or something. I don't know, but he's on assignment, we'll say. Um, but I got somebody that you definitely want to hear from today. We have UFC middleweight Kevin Holland. And if you follow Kevin Holland at all, you know that Kevin is never at a loss for words. He is Mr. Trailblazer for a reason. And so I'm gonna stop talking and go ahead and bring the man in for you. Hey, Kevin.
1: How you doing?
0: Now, where are you?
1: I'm actually in the car. I was headed back from the gym. So, you know, gotta stay ready so you don't have to get ready.
0: You're staying ready. You, you get a call yet?
1: Uh, we got a few calls. For some reason, some things didn't work out. So I just stay ready, just in case you know somebody pulls something and they can't uh they can't show up to the show. You know, it's been a lot of that this year.
0: Hey, you never know. You are 19 and five for a reason. because uh, you definitely stay ready. The last time we saw you was against uh, my man Stewart. But you thought you were fighting a different Darren, didn't you?
1: I mean, nah, not really. It was all cat that for the funny. media. Uh, yeah. just um, playing, yeah. playing with the media. Yeah, I was just playing the game. You know, uh, I knew who I was fighting, but uh, the ideal of it sounded really good, so we ran with it. But, you know, Darren was a tough fight, so that's off to him.
0: It was uh, definitely a tough fight and so, so tough that you told Dana White that you were willing to run that back. You still feel the same way?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Always. Turn down no fights. I love it.
0: Are you are you willing to go to Fight Island? I hear from some fighters that it's not something that they that is on the top of their list right now because of the time difference and having to fight at three in the morning and things like
1: that. Uh you know, back in the day you used to always fight at three in the morning when you was leaving the club, so it's all right. You know what I mean? We're down for whatever. Uh no, I mean it's not it's not something that I'm actually like dying for it. When they first announced it, I was dying for it. I guess I was one of those idiots that thought you were going to fight on the beach. So I was like, oh, it'd be like some Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon stuff. But, uh nah, I mean, essentially, it's just a different apex. So, I'd much rather be at the apex, you know, keep it uh, local in a sense. And, you
0: mm-hmm. know, I like
1: Vegas. I mean, it's not my favorite place on the road but it's starting to become a favorite place on the road.
0: Now, you grew up in uh, Oxnard, California, or Riverside?
1: Uh, my grandparent my grandpa grew up in Oxnard, California. Uh, I grew up in Ontario Ranch, Cucamonga, so just SoCal, you know. Okay, but now
0: you, you're training out of Texas?
1: Yes, yes, train out of Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, Team Looter, uh, so CD Power what's your life
0: like as compared to Texas?
1: You know what? It's, it is a definitely, definitely different, but uh, I love the Texas life. I like it a little slower, a little smoother, you know what I mean? Uh, California gets a little wild, gets a little crazy. It's fun from time to time, but Texas has definitely been good to me and the family. So,
0: you know, mm. home is where the heart is. The heart is here. This is true. Now, you you made your debut with UFC on in 2018 on the Contender Series. You almost made it to, uh, to the first fight against Santos. What did you think about when Dana White kept calling you the big mouth? Um, was that part of the game plan just to stand out? Uh, or did you, you think you maybe sit out a little bit too much on the wrong leg
1: for them? How would you smooth that over? Uh, it didn't bother me at all, you know, uh, you get a nickname, you run with it. You know, they gave me Big Mouth. I do talk a lot, you know, it's like, uh, I talk a lot, my kid talks a lot, you know, and it's like, uh, it's, just, it's in the family, you know, we all talk a lot, you never stop talking. So it was just, it worked out. You know, growing up, my grandpa used to call me uh, Jabba Jaws. So it was kind of like, you know, it was just same term different different word you know i was cool with it so i probably did talk a little too much on the contender series but anybody who knows me they knows that's just me i talk whether the fights a dull moment a super high flashy moment i'm just a speaker i like to speak
0: that's how it was going to be you had some experience in apex uh due to fighting in the contender series how was it for you fighting uh actually like on a live card and Apex
1: with no fans? Essentially the same. You know, um, there's media there. There's still some people there. So you're kind of, you know, in a way, those are still fans. You know, and those are fans that I guess are really important and really matter because they're... We're
0: we right supposed guard. to be fans. we they're media.
1: Paying checks. I mean, you, you guys love what we do. If you didn't love what we do, you'd cover a different, you'd, you'd cover a different aspect. You know, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that's true. You know? That's
0: true. So, I ain't here because I hate it. At,
1: <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, you know, I think it all comes co hand. Like, you know, somebody's watching the fight or nobody's watching the fight. It really doesn't make a difference. You know, it's like uh, I'm going to fight hard in the gym. I'm going to fight hard in the in the, in the the cage. You know, and it's like the Apex. It was a little different than the Contender Series. When I fought the Contender Series, it was actually across the street. It wasn't in the Apex or it was uh, somewhere else. It wasn't in the Apex. So oh, they Apex, the
0: Apex wasn't
1: built yet. Man, Apex wasn't built yet. I guess you could right. say I'm old school in the Contender Series. I don't like the new yeah. boys.
0: <laughs> OG. Yeah. Did you think that you earned the contract that night until they passed you over?
1: Nah, I didn't feel like I earned the contract. I mean, watching the contender series these days, I mean a lot of people get the contract off of decisions and stuff like that. But yeah. at that moment in time it was like kill or be killed to get a contract. And I wasn't I wasn't really going in there kill or to be killed. I was going in there to get my check. You know, I had some bills to pay, I had some chains I was trying to buy, I had a pinky ring I wanted to get, and you know you so ring? on and so forth. So yeah, I went and did, did, did that. that. Yeah, I got a pinky right I had like two.
0: <laughs> you don't wear it when you train though, right?
1: I, I usually wear it to the gym, but I left all the jewelry at home today because I was going to teach a class and I didn't want to be, you know, flossing and bossing while teaching.
0: Yeah, and we want no problems.
1: Yeah, now, you know, different mentality. What, yeah.
0: What's the gym like these days? Um, I just saw that uh, Ren and Bracey wasn't able to join uh, Brian Ortega because he tested positive And it seems like there, The positive tests are coming out of the gyms before you actually get to UFC.
1: What are you doing
0: to kind of prevent that and lock things down a little bit? And uh, are you have a small crew that's allowed in, or people have to test to come in?
1: No, we keep it pretty. uh, We're in Texas, you know. We're already allowed to have fans back, so you know we keep it pretty basic. Uh, As far as as far as it goes, at first we were keeping it real tight and keeping it real close. It really wasn't doing a whole bunch of sparring, you know. Was keeping it really really tight, but now it's kind of like, you know, it's like chicken pox. You know, if you caught it, you caught it in the clear. We don't know how it goes. We don't know how it works. You know, one monkey can't stop no show. So it's like, I'm no scientist. Nobody in the gym's really a scientist. There's a few nurses in there, but I mean, we're all crazy at the end of the day. So, you know, if we're going to get taken out, I'd rather get taken out of the gym. So let's just, just keep it going.
0: we keep it going. Does the promotion give you any specific guidelines? Because really, like... Yes it is it is your your right to choose who you're around uh for the most part but then you also impact the cards you two weeks
1: people. two weeks out from the fight me personally i i tend to not go to the gym anymore i tend to only do things at the house whether that means having the coach come to the house and my coach gets covid tested a couple weeks before the fight and he tends to stay pretty safe people look at him like he's crazy cuz all of a sudden he starts wearing a mask but i mean at the end of the day we're all about getting the bread so you got to go get the bag so you gotta protect yourself, right? So two weeks before the fight, yeah, we get a little technical about it. We get real COVID safe, you know. We have a COVID cleaning business, so we we tend to stay pretty COVID clean, you know.
0: Right. You have a couple of side hustles, though, right? It's not just a COVID cleaning business. You have another business as well.
1: We got a few things we're working on. You know, we have a, we have a bunch of things we're working on, getting things getting things going for sure. You know, got to invest the money somehow or buy a bunch of shoes, one or the other, or more pinky rings. So. You know, it's best to invest.
0: where's that more money than
1: I've ever had before. So what else am I going to do with it? Well,
0: where's that entrepreneurial
1: mindset come from? It comes from my grandparents, 100%. You know, me and my grandpa are bumping heads right now, but it comes from him. He's real creative. And my grandma, she's really like, uh, she's a she's a realist. You know, she stays very realistic. So I got both of those roads tied in. My dad's side of the family, they own businesses. So just, I want to be like everybody in the family, just a little better, you know?
0: I bet you they're proud
1: of you. Um, who's the most proud? Uh, probably, probably this guy back here, my little brother.
0: All right, what's your little brother? What's your name, man?
1: What's your name,
0: Makai? How old are you, Makai? Thirteen. What's the What's the one thing that you're most proud of uh, with your big brother? Big brother.
1: That he made to the UFC.
0: That he made to the UFC. Years. Can he uh, tell me something? People be surprised.
1: Know about your brother, he's a caring person. Oh, stop it. We're putting him off the mic. He's he's getting
0: (laughs) so that's what family do. Family's either gonna embarrass you or they're going to make sure that people know how important you are. So, you know, your brother didn't embarrass you.
1: (laughs) Nah, he's just telling the truth. Only on on the weekdays, though. On the weekends, that's when we fight, so we turn into a savage.
0: Well, you got a job to do, Uh,
1: (laughs) yeah.
0: You definitely got a job to do. Now you've uh I saw on your Twitter feed you congratulate Joaquin Buckley. What do you think
1: about that? Was that was my job? manager. That was my manager. My manager threw oh, a little okay. slug out there. I wouldn't I wouldn't have said it like that. I would I would have said uh me personally, I would have said I'm proud I'm proud of Miho. He's came so far in such little time. That was what I was gonna put on there. I'm so proud of uh, Mijo. Are you are you glad that you didn't get caught with one of them kicks? He would never. He would never uh, he would never. You
0: <laughs> would have it coming.
1: He would never. Yeah, he's, you know, no offense to anybody, but he's, he's too slow to catch me with that.
0: It too seemed slow, like it wasn't because so, I've watched it probably like 15, 20 times, just like everybody else, like, what, what, what? Uh, but it seemed like when he came back, it was almost like slow motion. You could have, like, I, is that something that you can predict in
1: training? When you train with the guys, look, I don't say it a lot, you know what I mean? Because I'm bumping heads with everybody, but. My family's brothers, we're striking phenoms. You know what I mean? It's like a uh, little Kev throw stuff like that. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm a black belt in Kung Fu. I come from a traditional background. Derwin Lamb comes from a traditional background. You know what I mean? Like his guys, we throw, we throw crazy stuff. You know, it's like, you would never, <laughs> you, you would never, you yeah, would never. I mean. And then if you did, if you did, I guarantee you, I've eight shots from Thiago Santos. I've eight shots from John Phillips. I don't go to sleep like that. You know, And it's like, if you did catch me with that, I'm pretty sure a couple minutes later, I'd catch you with either the same thing or something better. I'm just built different.
0: Let's talk about that Santos fight. So you didn't get the contract in contender. Uh, was it August? Then uh, you fought Santos in 227. It's crazy card. I mean, you had Dillashaw on, on the card, and Garbrand, and I think uh, Cedo and uh, Mighty Mouse was on that card too. Yeah. Um, and then your name gets added last minute on um, that yes. card. Um, and it sounded like from what Dana was saying, like, they went through a list of a whole bunch of people. And a lot of people said no. And they said, let's call Big Mouth and see if he'll take the fight. Uh, were you ready for that fight? Or did you have to do a little bit to get yourself ready? I mean, I wasn't in shape. But,
1: I, I mean, I didn't really do a lot of strength and conditioning back then. So, I never was really ever in the shape that I am in these days. So, it's like, uh, I was in the gym, though. I was doing jiu-jitsu when they made the phone call. I mean, you know, I was like... They called and I was like, ah, oh, what did I do? I thought I was in trouble or something. But, you know, uh, got to fight Thiago. you know, fun fight. You know, I thought he was a bum. Then I got in there and he wasn't a bum that night. So He's you know, he has been a bum up? since. <laughs> so. You know, well, that's that's how, yeah. that first round
0: was tough for you, though. I mean, that was—I mean, I guess you can call it an adjustment round. But you had—you won the second round, I believe, on all three cards. But
1: I—I, I, was- you know what? And I don't even know—I don't even know how I won the second round. You know, it's like—I uh, don't. It's like I don't—I don't really care for decision wins. You know, I mean, there's a decision wins when you're skunking the guy the whole time, and I guess that's cool. But unless you finish the guy, unless the referee's pulling you off, unless you had a chance to kill the guy, it, it, its it's, it's, you know, it's nothing. It's, it's just, it's a sparring session, you know? it's like, uh, so if they gave me a second round, you know, it's probably that little Kimura trap that I do a little reversal, you know, it's probably, it probably makes everything go woo and wah, but nah. What'd
0: nah. you say to him? Cause you're always talking to somebody. You're always talking. What
1: did you say to Santos? I said something about Santa Claus and then the man started going crazy. So I think he was on the naughty list that year. Wild, wild man. You know I mean? wild, wild man. But every once in a while I deserve a whooping, so he probably put himself back on a good list with that one. So he does you know have mean?
0: that wild man strength thing uh going on. Uh yeah, he definitely yeah. does. What's the craziest thing somebody has said to you
1: during a fight? Brandon Allen. You know what? Brandon Allen, Brandon Allen during the fight, I hit him with the elbow and I cut him open. And he asked me, he said, Is that it? And I was like, Woo! I was like, You a wild one, ain't you? You got cornrows. You asked yeah. me, is that it? You a wild one. And then somewhere down the line, he choked me out. So, you know, I like the guy. But, you know, of course, you know, one day, you know, we could put our this little semi. I don't know if it's a friendship or what we call it. We could put it to the side and grind it out again and then get back to being buddies because I kind of like the guy. Like
0: punched in the face.
1: He's a real one. He's a real one. I like Brandon Allen. He's a real one. You know, uh uh me and him was on the same page that week with the Chimayev guy. You know what I mean? Chimayev wanted to run around punking people but we only seen that he only wanted to punk people when he had his team with him and when they were by themselves. So it's like, uh, yeah, he, he's, you know, I like Brandon Allen. He's, he's a real guy. He catches on to things.
0: Do you think that Shemaev um, interaction two that you had, is that a real thing uh, or is he, he
1: playing a role or? I mean, I hear he's ready to go. You know what I mean? He's ready to fight. I'm ready to fight. I guess he wants to go down to 70. So let him go down to 70. If it was a real thing, you know what I mean? If it was, We'd be fighting right now right it's like they offered me the Marvin Vittori fight right my knees were busted up so it's like I had to go get my knees looked at just to make sure that I was even able to be able to bounce back within a couple weeks. As soon as they said my knees were cleared I was like yo I'll take the fight what's up let's take it I was trying to secure the fight even with the knees messed up. Manager was running around it and it's like you know it's like when I don't like somebody I don't like them. I want to fight them you know and it's like you don't like me you don't like me you want to fight me. So if you want to fight me fight me. If you don't want to fight me Shut up walk away. Quit playing. Quit playing like you really want to fight. You know what I mean? Because last apartments yeah. I was staying at, we catch it right there on the doorstep. That's just how it goes down.
0: There's a whole. There's kind of two schools of thought in when it comes to mixed martial arts. Either it's a gentleman's thing and you have respect for your opponent, or you go. I think the Israel Adesanya route and you say we're going to fight anyway. So why do I bother being nice? To you? Where do you fall in that?
1: I, I respect I respect every man as long as they respect me. They get out of line, I get out of line. You know what I mean? So I, I feel it hundred percent. But at the at the end of the day there's there's boundaries to everything. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna talk about this man's kid, I'm not gonna talk about this man's mama, I'm not gonna talk about this man's daddy. That's just it's not the type of man I am, you know? I know how to talk I know how to talk good good mess without going there, you know? So it's like that's just the way it goes. You know, it's like these guys they gotta learn they gotta learn some they got to learn some respect at the end of the day. It's okay to to go crazy and, and to do your thing, but you got to be respectful. If you can't be respectful, you know, everybody always thinks it's all about MMA. What happens when it's not about MMA no more? Where's your respect go?
0: So did you have a problem then with Colby uh, Covington's comments leading up to his fight with Tyron Woodley and even after?
1: No. Never, direct, never directs anything towards me. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like, uh, and that's another thing I don't do. I don't really play the race game. You know, I don't, I don't I don't I was raised I was raised by a uh, by a woman that wasn't the same color as me. You know, I don't I don't play that game at all. You know, I let everybody else play that game. You direct that energy towards me. You know, we'll get different results. But he ain't never directed. I seen him. I made a comment. You know, he kept looking straight. You, you made know. a comment. What did you say? I'm just, I just thought it was funny that, you know. You run around, you're supposed to be one of the baddest dudes, you know, and you got all the security with you. I, I would never. I would never. You know? So I, you saw him and you said something. I mean, I didn't he- say anything to him. I was really thinking it in my head. It just came out out loud. Like, you know, like I was like, you're a freaking cat if you got that much security with you. And, you know, it just kind of came out and they kind of explained to me why he has that much security with him. I just, it didn't mean, I didn't mean for it to come out. Just sometimes, when you think of something, you say it, you know. So, you know, I don't, I don't want no problems with nobody. I just take the problems that come my way.
0: Well, you obviously are looking for a problem because you're looking for a fight, soon. You are back in the gym. You're training. My yeah. Are on your list, you want to go down to
1: one seventy. Uh, if I go down to seventy, it's not going to be for a guy who also fights at eighty-five. Uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like that makes no sense. We might as well. If one of us, if we're going to die, we might as well die die fat and fed. You know what I'm saying? Why die skinny and hungry? That's stupid, you know? Because anybody can die at any point in time in that thing, you know? Especially if we don't like each other. Bad things can happen. But uh, if I got to cut some weight, I'm cutting cutting weight for a name. You know, if I got to cut real weight, I'm cutting real weight for a name. To me, you know, it's like uh, Mike Perry. We play little games online. That's a name. You know, it's somebody I don't like at 70 that I'm willing to cut weight for. You know, it's like... uh, I'm past Mickey Gall now, so, you know.
0: Well, why who would, I would you cut, cut weight, weight for? Match? Huh? Who would you cut weight for to go to 70?
1: Perry. I'd okay. cut weight for Perry. I'd, I'd go to 75 for Perry. You know, a month ago, two months ago, I would have went to 70 for Perry. Now i go to 75 for Perry. He ain't that special. Uh, gotcha. You know? I mean, the fight, if the fight makes sense, I will drop. You know, it's like I'd go to 70 for a Carlos Conduct fight. You know Why? Because I what? look up to that guy. I look up to the way he fights. I've always wanted to fight. I've always wanted to fight some of those legend guys, you know. I, and I just feel like at eighty five, everybody's just becoming a legend, you know. Other than that, they're all out. The, they're all out the door. It's like, unless you catch Raya or unless you catch Anderson Silva, it's like, what, what legends are left at eighty five in the UFC?
0: Yeah, you know, you were on the same card as uh, Donald Cerrone, and there was a lot of talk after that. I don't want to
1: fight <laughs> Cerrone. Yes. I want to yes. be like Cerrone. I don't want to fight Cerrone. You know what I mean? Not this Cerrone. You know, it's like, this Cerrone, is he still good? Can he still beat people? Heck yeah, that's Donald freaking Cerrone. You know, but Donald Cerrone, you know, even six, seven months ago, he was a bad dude, you know what I mean? Maybe a year ago, you know, and it's like, I don't know. It's like, I like Donald Cerrone a lot, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, at uh, some point in time, we all got to hang it up.
0: Do you
1: feel like you want to be one of those guys that uh, goes out on his shield or do you want to have an exit plan? Uh, I got an exit plan. I got an exit plan. I ain't going out on no so shield. That is- That's, all that, all that, the, the warrior in me wants to go out on the shield. You know what? If you want to go out on the shield, be the warrior in you. Maybe you're in a bank one day and it's getting robbed and you stop the robbery and you get shot in the process. That's a warrior. Mm -hmm. going out on your shield messing your record up getting knocked out a bunch of times or losing to a bunch of people that you would have never lost to in your prime why would you do that you know it's different when you're young dumb and you make a mistake but when you're old you have to be old enough and wise enough to know how to walk away props to Daniel Cormier you know what I mean saying nah can I still compete with these guys yeah can I do what I used to be able to do to these guys no it's time to walk away
0: yeah, well, you've got. You. It sounds like that you have a good foundation. Your family has taught you uh, the value of being your own man in terms of being an entrepreneur, and having multiple lines of business. So sounds thank like you. you hit on uh right. Um, before I let you go, I'm just want to thank you for your time. And thank I know you. at the end of a training day, sometimes you
1: got other things on your mind that
0: you want to get. A concert, I, but, um,
1: I just want to take a shower and play Call of Duty.
0: Play Call of Duty. Uh, are you so? What
1: other video games do you get at? Uh, we're only playing. I'm only playing Call of Duty right now. My little brother's playing UFC. Uh, what's that four? He's playing UFC four. I feel like he's a traitor because I'm not in a video game. So hopefully, Who's I he hear him getting with? the update. But you know, it is what it is. What athletes does he choose? What do you choose? Um, he he uses he uses DC at heavyweight. Who do you use at uh, middleweight? He uses Avatar the Airbender at freaking eighty five. Who else do you use? That's it. He only stays at the upper weight classes. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, I can see. I mean,
1: and then if he if he uses the women yeah. weight classes, he's using uh, uh no, he's using Andrea. Oh uh, uh, man, I've been training. I'm. I'm horrible. If you could
0: be uh, another athlete in that Angie
1: Kill, game. Angie Kill, overkill. Oh yes. Yeah, okay. he has to use Overkill. Matter of fact, we're going. We're gonna go home and play the game. I'm about to use Overkill and beat him up, whatever girl he uses. That's how we're getting there. Down. You
0: go. Well, hey, listen. If I had to pick anybody, Angie would definitely be on my list. Yeah. If, if um, you, you, everybody talks about how athletic you are. Would you play a different sport? If I think it was in your late teens, you you took up MMA.
1: Yeah, I took on I took on kung fu at 16, and then I didn't really take on MMA until I was like 18. Uh, but yeah, I played basketball one year. I did practices at all my friends. They like played every sport. I did all their practices. It's just every sport was so boring. You know what I mean? And it's like, and then in football, it's like, I liked the idea of offense, but I didn't like the idea of somebody tackling me and me not being able to hit them back. So I was like, ah, you know? Uh, Uh, They
0: tackled you and felt like it should be a fight.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna just tackle me. You tackle me, then they slap your helmet and they do all that crazy stuff. I'm not with all that. You slap my helmet, I'm taking my helmet off and I'm cracking you with it. It's like it's not gonna happen.
0: Do you watch any sports? What did you, did you watch? The NBA in the bubble or the NFL? Yeah, NBA?
1: I watch I watch a little basketball. You know what I mean? Lakers forever, always bleed purple and gold. But uh, oh, okay, a, LeBron guy or a
0: Lakers fan?
1: Lakers fan. LeBron's oh, lucky to be a Laker. Oh, so
0: you are a Kobe guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely a Kobe guy. Mama mentality forever. LeBron, That's the reason why LeBron's a better man. You know what I mean? Everybody's a better person because of Kobe. Don't ever forget this.
0: Perhaps. I ain't going to argue that. I'm <laughs> not going to argue that at all. So when do when you think we're going
1: to see you in the cage again? November, December, whatever. Tell him, call me. I'm ready. Let's go. I don't like sitting at home. I feel like I'm warming up the bench for everybody else.
0: Are you watching any of the fights happening in Abu Dhabi right now?
1: If they're if they're 185 or if they're a buck 70, if there's somebody I potentially feel like I could fight one day, I'm watching. Other Who do than you that, got
0: that, in the
1: could fight. Oh, I'm gonna watch the Khabib fight. Come on now. You're gonna watch one? I'm definitely watching the Khabib fight. Who do you think has? You anytime somebody's undefeated, you know, you, you it's it's history every time they fight because you never know what could happen, right? Especially with four right. ounce gloves on. So you, I mean, you have to tune in whether you like the person. Whether you love the person, whether you hate the person, it doesn't matter. You better tune in. It's history on the line. And I like Gagey a lot. But, you know, Khabib, I've learned to really uh, start to like, you know, how he stands for his people and what he does as far as fighting. You know, it's like it's not really my style of fighting, but, Mm -hmm. you know, however you got to impose your will, right?
0: Yeah, we know Khabib's strength. What do you think Justin has to do?
1: Touch him. He has to touch him. He has to stop a few takedowns, and he has to touch him. That's, you know, if you're standing across from Khabib, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to have to stop a few takedowns, and you're going to have to touch him. If you don't do that, you're going to lose. The guy wrestles bears, you know? What do you do against that, (laughs) you know?
0: Hey, I mean, I I don't know. I'm not trying to wrestle no bear. Not even a teddy bear I don't want to (laughs) wrestle. Hey, really in my ministry, hey, we've been talking to UFC middleweight, Kevin Holland and his, his little brother. Um, They need to go on and, and get to uh, a match in more combat or at least go ahead and have a burner.
1: Yeah, we're going to go play the UFC game.
0: Play the UFC game. Good luck to you the rest of the year, Kevin. I hope to see you sooner rather than later.
1: Thank you very much. Mick Maynard,
0: book me, bucko, book me. All right. Take care.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Listen, I just got one thing to say about Kevin Holland is that the future is super bright for this guy. I believe he's six three, six, four, you know, comes in at 185 pounds. So his walking around weight is probably a little higher um, than that, ridiculously athletic, ridiculously motivated and skilled. So i uh, looking forward to seeing what he can do in the middleweight uh, division. I got a different setup today, y'all. So my lighting is really kind of like jacked up. I don't like it, what y'all think? I don't know, uh, let me see what y'all saying in the comments. So, uh, Robert, what's going on here? Hey there, Ralph. I'm going to see you on uh, Friday. Daniel Benzie, what you doing up, dude? It's like, I don't know what time it is, but you in the UK and everywhere. Uh, not in everywhere, but you I believe you are someplace uh, close to London, so that's got to be six hours ahead. No, maybe eight? i don't know it's it's the wee hours in the morning i'm trying to do my math all someplace like two three o'clock in the morning you either just got in or uh you need to take your butt to sleep anyways listen we were gonna jeremy long's gonna be back here with us now only two it's 2 a.m like man. Yeah. but yeah that's true um in the past seven days i probably got an average of maybe 10 hours of sleep. so I understand, team no, no sleep is for a second. So I'm gonna give me some sleep tonight. I'm gonna give me some help and uh, give me some sleep. That's all I'm saying, I'm saying about that. But uh, next week we'll be back with Jeremy, but Friday's gonna be a really fun show. Ralph Velez is gonna be back. Um, we're gonna be talking about Teofimo Lopez versus Vasily Lomachenko. Uh, for all the belts, there's four belts on the line. we got the young buck and Teofimo who is looking to make his case against uh the the man who is definitely uh high tech, uh Vasily Lomacheco. I think Loma's got a lot of experience that Teo might not be anticipating, although I will say this, Teo Fimo is probably the strongest uh, puncher that, that Vasily has ever faced. And so if he touches him, it could be a problem, but uh, anyways, man, I'm looking for that to be a war. Of course, you got the daddies that don't like each other, so we're gonna be talking about that on Friday. Uh, also, we'll have a guest on, I'm confirming today, uh, from Scoopy, from heavy.com. We're gonna talk a little bit of basketball bubble and what's, what's next for the NBA. And uh, of course, we will be teeing up, T-fitting, First, the Korean zombie coming up from Fight Island Man. That fight, I feel like it's been three years in the making. It's been forever since uh since Brian Ortega slapped the man's hype man, the, the, the rapper, Korean zombie's friend. I can't remember the friend's name, but he slapped him uh during the, during the UFC event, some wild stuff. So them two we're gonna see. But as always, y'all stay out of trouble, you knuckleheads. I'm gonna see you in a couple of days. Check out um, previous shows on Level Show on Facebook. You can catch us on Instagram as well as Twitter. um, For my partner in time, who ain't here, Jeremy Long, and my Friday partner, uh, Ralph Valles. Peace out. Good one.